and welcome back to the Classy Chicks podcast. Today I'm here with Verity Lucia and I'm very excited for Verity to share with you because I don't think that I've had an author on before and she is an author. I read her books. I I tend to have a lot of authors send me books to read, right? And I so I have a large pile of books but for some reason, Verity, I got your books and I was like, <laughs> I want to start reading those right away because it, it looked very, they just looked very appealing to me. And so I really, and once I read them, I shared them with all my friends. I was sharing them with people on my work team because I think that your niche is something that is so needed right now and kind of like something that is needed for for young women, especially. And so that's why I wanted to have you on and kind of talk to young women, tell them your story, tell them how you started writing, what your books are about and all that. So first of all, let's start. Can you introduce yourself? Absolutely. I'm Verity Lucia. I write supernatural Catholic fiction for teens. Um, I am not, I'm not a writer by trade. I, I spent decades of my life doing architectural and engineering work, but I started writing uh, about two and a half, three years ago. I, I published Hidden, not this last Christmas, but the Christmas before. Um, I started writing kind of out of the blue and I, I, it's part of the reason I, I everybody can know I, I write under a pen name, but it's part of the reason that I, I started writing in the first place um, was I, I swear it's it's the Holy Spirit. So I can't take full credit for it by plastering my name on my book. <laughs> I, I never wow, intended yeah. to write the books. So but they, they came out of the blue um, when I was with my she was my then 12 year old daughter. Um, and she, she was going to middle school and high school. And I, I wanted to, I wanted a way for us to connect and talk, to be able to talk about some of the difficult things that she was going to be up against in the coming years. Cause teen years, tween years are challenging. I remember them being challenging, but now, um, with the culture and the climate of things, I, there just seems to be so much more uh darkness out there than there used mm -hmm. to be I mean it maybe it was there before I'm sure it was there before it just was better hidden um so I started writing seek or hidden um hidden don't fear the unseen uh the concept came to me when I was in my car one day and I put on my aviator sunglasses and my my daughter was in the car and I could see the tinting on my wind on my windshield or like on my windows when I put on my sunglasses and I was like, Hey, right. um, Aaliyah, my daughter's name is Aaliyah. And <laughs> it's crazy. Like when I put these on, I can see something that I can't see when they're off. Right. Wouldn't it be cool if we could see the spiritual world around us, we could see angels and demons when we put on our sunglasses or something. Wow, she was wow. like, Oh, that would be so cool. And then she was like, no, it would be super scary. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, that would be a great concept for a story or a book or something. And at this point, I'd never written a book. So yeah. I don't know where it, it kind of came from. But that that day, that afternoon, we just were talking about what it would mean if we could see angels and demons. And I just named the character Claire. And we started talking about her as a character. And so anyway, I started writing at that point um, as a way for she and I to talk about bullying in high school and parties and choices she was going to have to be making and purity and anxiety, depression, the meaning of the meaning, like the meaning of life, basically the, the character 
um, it's her name is Claire Thompson, and she's a high schooler, and she loses her brother to a drunk driving accident. He was hit by a drunk driver mm-hmm. and and killed, and so she is grappling with grief and starts to doubt whether whether God is good, the goodness of God, and if how, how can he possibly be good um, if he can allow something like this to happen, and maybe he doesn't exist at all, you know? Right. So that's her journey and at which point she finds a pair of sunglasses that allow her to see angels and demons um around her which thrusts her into this whole story um so that's where it came from and about five chapters in when i was you know i was talking to my daughter about this character and her journey and it was a real back and forth of conversation about this whole topic and opened up a lot of a lot of dialogue but about five chapters in I realized this this is a real book um I'm writing a book that I needed as a teenager and it's not just for my daughter it's for my nieces it's for um girls that go to our local high school you know it's girl for girls at our church it's for girls everywhere really I mean and not just girls I mean it has been appreciated by some boys as well but I am teen girls are very close to my heart um, obviously I was one. <laughs> so, so yeah, it, it, and me, um, I consider myself a former wayward teen. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's very, it's very close to my heart. It's very meaningful to me to be writing something that can possibly help my daughter or, or girls everywhere of, avoid the pain that possibly, possibly avoid the pain that I went through as a teen and young adult living a decade away from God. Um, Obviously, I know that there's meaning in struggle. And it's, that's part of the story, too. But I know that we cannot avoid struggle in our lives. But if we know the truth, we can make better choices, and hopefully live a a Christ filled life sooner than later. So that's, that's my goal. That that's beautiful. I didn't actually, I did not know that you were not a writer by trade. I don't think I knew that. Um, <laughs> and we'll definitely get into, get into a little bit more about the books and like you were saying, why you wrote them. But before we get into that, let's start w- off with our classy and trashy moments. So oh. do you have, I always forget about this. And then like at the end of the episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, there, there was one episode where I completely forgot, but Normally we remember at some point in the episode. So do you have a classy moment of this week? Something you did this week that you're particularly proud of? Oh, yes. Actually, this is a good week to be asked this because I, I was just at the Minnesota Catholic Homeschoolers Conference in St. Paul. Oh, awesome. And um, so I had a, a table there as a vendor and it was a beautiful experience. I met some awesome people, uh, great people. Um Philip Campbell, he's so fun, um, and uh, a, a, a pile of people. So That's many people, beautiful. I couldn't possibly name them all, but it was so awesome. What was the most awesome to read or to to, uh, <laughs> to meet were readers um, of the books, people that have yeah. read them already, and yeah. also, but especially, there were a couple young ladies who whose families had vendor were vendor tables also mm-hmm. and they purchased the books or actually their dads purchased them for them which was great uh to see dads taking interest in their yeah. teen girls like yes yeah. um they purchased them for their daughters and two of the girls read them like read hidden within that 
first 24 hours of us being there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they, they, I I got to touch them, came up to my table, you know, came up to me just like beaming smiles, like, wow, I just love this book so much. And to, it just gives me the chills to be able to, uh, hear firsthand from readers like my intended readers you know who I wrote the book that is for. an amazing that is an amazing thing. so beautiful like I just love it it's just the best it's more satisfying than any architecture I ever could have designed <laughs> this right. Is, right. it's just touching hearts is so much more meaningful and I just love loved hearing it firsthand so that was my classy moment oh I love that and I can totally attest to reading your books within like 24 hours because I brought um I have it on my desk, one of them. I brought secrets on my trip to Mexico with my best friend on our vacation. And I was like thinking that I would read it within the course of the, we were there for like seven days. Well, Mm. we went to the beach the first day and she's like, what the heck are you reading? Because I was just like reading it the whole day. (laughs) And it it is, it's very gripping. And we'll talk about this a little more later, but I've told you before, I think that your your writing style is very similar to Colleen Hoover. And- Mm. I want to talk about this a little bit more because I think most people listening probably know who Colleen Hoover is. And I want to talk a little bit about her books and like why they could be detrimental to teens and why your books are probably mm-hmm. a better option. I love that. Um, comparison. That's great. Mm-hmm. But yes, before we get into that, uh, my classy moment is that, so I have a um I have like plants inside of my house we don't have a balcony but I have like herbs inside of my house and I started growing them like two weeks ago and my mint plant last week it just like completely died and I think it's because I was gone for a couple days and my roommates watered it but I don't know that like I don't know that like my blinds are open or anything so it, it was like basically dead and I was like I don't really know I'm not really good at like reviving plants once they die but I was like oh, I'll just I'll water I'll repot it like I put it in a bigger pot I'll, and I'll water and see what happens and my mint plant is alive and not fully well but like getting hey, better so that so was Savannah, my yeah. little green thumb moment of the week which doesn't normally happen so wow that's great that it turned into it could have been a trashy moment turned into it totally could have been it, I, I thought it was dead and I was like crap because that, my mint plant is like the mint leaves are my favorite thing ever and I love the smell I love mm-hmm. how they make my room smell so mm-hmm. but yeah wow. I'm, I am notoriously bad at growing plants I'm like I live on a 16 acre little homestead here and I am so oh, bad at growing no. plants I I have to grow twice as many as I end up having so that I have 50% <laughs> of them later so yeah but that's but at least you have an outside area it is so yeah. hard to grow things inside like no. it is just so yeah. difficult but yeah. well cool well what about your trashy moment oh so fun to share embarrassing moments with yourself and you know the internet I know right <laughs> Sometimes I listen back to these episodes and I'm like, wow, that was kind of like, maybe I shouldn't have shared that. But <laughs> like, there was this one episode where I shared about like leaving, uh, le- like going to a restaurant and leaving the food in my car for like a week. And then I took it out and it made my whole car smell disgusting. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I've definitely had that banana moment. Yeah. Oh, the worst. You forgot. You, you forget about it. And then you come back and, and you're like, what is smelling so bad in my car? And then you realize. And also sort of lovely in a way, you know, <laughs> banana. <laughs> but no. Yeah. So my trashy moment of the week was a couple of days ago. I took my kids. Um, I've got four kids, but I took three of them to uh, a lake a lake park. We were going to have a picnic by the lake. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, <clears throat> I failed to bring swimsuits. I thought, you know, it's not, we'll just go walk around in the water yeah. or whatever. And we'll just eat our lunch. Well, I have a three-year-old who there's no, Oh yeah. 
you know, she sees the lake. She loves the beach. The beach. She wants to be in the water. Yeah, she wanted to be in the water. So my trashy moment was allowing her to swim in her undies. (laughs) (laughs) That's a funny one. That is such a summer moment, I feel like. Yeah, I'm like, like, oh, there's not many people at the beach. My daughter, my my 13, or she's almost 14 now. She's like, oh, my gosh, you know. Yeah, (laughs) but that was so embarrassing for her. But that's such a funny, like, summer moment, you know. Yeah. might as well let them swim what's the harm I had a life jacket in the car though so I was able to put at least a top on the life jacket basically the same thing I mean pretty much what's the difference we're good that's a funny one (laughs) that is a funny one yeah um my trashy moment is that my I have had like microphone speaker systems all this stuff in my room for like Mm -hmm. a month now from live action I'm supposed to be bringing them back to the storage unit but it's like an hour away and I have to go during work hours and I just have not had the time so I've been like cleaning around this space in my room that is just full of storage unit stuff for the past month and I texted my best friend today and I was like dude is there a day that you can come with me to next week and just (laughs) we need to go to Orlando so that's my trashy moment is that I keep putting, you know, when there's like something you need to do that it's going to take, it's going to take a while and you yeah, putting it off. And I'm yes. just putting this off for weeks and weeks now. And yeah, done, so. I, I, can, I get that. I completely get that. I still have some luggage that I need to unpack from my trip to Florida two weeks ago. Yeah. So it's just the like, one life. Oh, and we met at the one life fall. Yes, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. still have some stuff that I need to deal with from that. Yeah. And yes, the I'm unpacking of the luggage is the worst no. I mean actually yeah. I hate packing more than unpacking but unpacking too you'll just find your suitcase still packed like months yeah. later you don't have to go like, like oh I know I need to get to that stuff over there but I just yeah <laughs> other things are more important this is how I write books because I have to let something slide <laughs> right 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 that's hilarious, that's yeah. hilarious. Well, I want to talk a little bit and we can we can talk more about your your specific books but I want to talk a little bit because we were texting back and forth when I first read, when I read Secrets. And I don't remember if you brought it up or if I brought it up, but one of us said that your writing style reminded one of us. Yeah, of you did. Or, or, yeah, okay, okay. Did. Maybe yeah. I said it. I don't remember if you said it or I said it. Yeah. Um, But so a little background on this. For those of you who might not know or who might not read as much, last year in particular, Colleen Hoover's been writing books for years. But last year there was this, there was, on like book talk which is basically the the tiktoks where people recommend books and oh, yeah. last summer last spring and summer it was just going nuts everyone was reading Colleen Hoover like literally mm-hmm. every teenage girl you'd see we my friends and I would would read her as well and we do book swaps and like it was I, I don't even know what to compare it to it was every single teenage young adult woman was reading this author's books I've never really seen anything like it before and it wasn't like it was this one new book it was all her books no yeah I went to Walmart the other day and uh I it was actually well, not the other day okay like a month ago or two months yeah. ago right I'm like I have to know what this whole Colleen Hoover thing is about because it is just it's been blowing up everywhere I go to Walmart and there's this you know the new releases hot new releases mm-hmm. shelf five of the books on the hot new releases shelf were Colleen Hoover's and I was I like well I have to know what this is about so I I got one regrettably I returned it which, which one did you which one did you get Verity yeah that one's it, it's don't read that it people that was probably the worst to be honest with you because that the other ones that I've read aren't like dark like that one yeah. is kind of they're not well, I thought dark. it was just gonna be I thought it was just gonna be like a psychological thriller you know mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was gonna be so twisted it yeah was. so 
so so anyway so the colleen hoover the colleen hoover like thrill and you know i started thinking i was like what is why do these young girls why does everyone want to read these books because Mm -hmm. i read a couple and I really liked parts of them. I really loved her writing style. Oh yeah, I do too. You can't, mm-hmm. Her writing style is just, it's very like fast paced. I'm sure you have better words for it because you're a writer yourself, but it's just yeah. very, <laughs> very fast paced and gripping and like the storyline, it's always changing. You never know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Um, and rela- relatable. I feel like the way that she writes, it's very relatable to real life. Yeah, so it's almost like she's talking to you. It's right? almost like she's talking to you. That's a good way to describe it. And so, but, but. I could not get behind the fact that every single one of her books has not even just a couple pages. It's so much, um, what, I don't even know how to describe it. So much sexual talk and like, um, yeah, smut, just smut, yeah, just smut and like, uh, very, very, uh, it's just very dirty. It's very dirty mm-hmm. and you can't, you can like turn a couple pages, but it's, it's ingrained in the whole book. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I was struggling with that a lot because we would have like mini book clubs. My friends love to read it, but I just would read it, would read parts and then like skip parts, but not just not be able to read it. And I didn't think that it was yeah. setting an example either. The fact that no. I was reading many of these books, right? right. So, <laughs> so it's funny because better, when to I read Verity, read, better to read Verity Lucia's books all around. So, well, yeah. okay. So when I read your book, uh, your the first book that I read, which was actually your second book, I believe, Secrets. Is yeah, it's funny because you read them in reverse order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I read both of them, but I read the second one first. I thought this is so interesting because your writing style it it almost feels like you're talking to me. It's very fast paced. It's very relatable, right? Just the way that you write, the things you talk about, it's very relatable for like a young woman, high school too. I mean, you know, over college age. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think there can, there can be such a movement that we could start where, you know, we we read these books, which are just as entertaining, just as gripping, but without all the smut. So I, I don't know. I wondered if you could speak to that a little bit, if you had any other people say that to you, what you would say to people who love Colleen Hoover, but don't like all the smut. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. What would I say? Uh well, funny. I mean, I, it was funny that you said that to me because I had just gotten, um, I had just gotten Verity and I had said to my mom, cause I started reading like the first 14 pages and my mom is like my number one fan, my number one reader. She gets, <laughs> she gets to hear all of my, oh, you know, doubting my plots and all this stuff in my head, you know, going on. She gets to hear right, it all. Right, right. So I, I picked up that, that Colleen Hoover book. Cause I'm like, I have to know. Right. And I, I was about 14 pages in and I was like, wow, I like the beginning was great. I really yeah. liked her writing. So I was like, I kind of feel like she writes like, like me. And I told my mom, I was like, this Colleen Hoover lady, I think she writes like, or I guess I write like her. I don't know. I didn't do it on purpose because it right, was my first right, time. Right. But like, I was like, I think that we have that same fast paced thing going on. And, um, but after my mom, my mom actually ended up reading that one first. And she was like, do you know what is in this? This is awful. And she's like, I had to skip over chunks of the book. And yeah. so I, I'm like, okay, well, I, and she told me like everything. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to subject my soul to this. So I'm going to return it, get my 20 bucks back from Walmart and tell them, Hey, you should probably take this off your shelf. Cause this is bad for souls. But, um, cause I'm all about the truth. Uh, but, oh, backstory. I, my daughter, who's almost 14, so she was in seventh grade, she's going into eighth grade next year. She recently told me that this was 
more or less lunchroom talk at her middle school, Colleen Hoover books. She, oh, I believe it. Yeah. She, she said, she, she shared with me that it was that one of her friends, this was her fifth, fifth Colleen Hoover book that she'd read. How old is your daughter? She's 13. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she was sharing with me, like she said that, you know, this is being passed around from her friends like mm-hmm. you got to read this part and it was just sexually explicit oh, like wow. N- like oh wow dark nasty you know like wow. not like oh, not into bed together. reading those books oh my god 13 so this, this is because the 13 year olds want to know what the 15 year olds are reading what the 16 right, right, year olds right. are reading and actually she i from what i understand she gets them from her mother who reads them oh my gosh no i believe that yeah so th- this is the world people okay this is and this is what i am here to basically say it's like i'm on fire to tell people because so many people in the christian world like in my my really awesome awesome wholesome homeschool like parish family that we have like I feel like I need to tell these people the truth of what's going on because it's not just because you're homeschooled doesn't mean that your oh, kids sure. aren't being exposed to this stuff because this is mainstream stuff. This is not, they don't have to dig for it. It's not like they have to look for pornographic material, you know, right. like this is pornographic material in these books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's wonderful if you can skip over them, but it's even more wonderful if you have an alternative. Of course. I agree with, I 100% agree with that. And it's very interesting because I, I haven't, I mean, obviously I'm not really in the, in the teen environment. I'm much more talked to like teens who are like, you know, kind of getting out of high school and into college. But the mm-hmm. fact that 13 year olds are reading this, there is, like you said, there's pornographic stuff in probably every single one of Colleen Hoover's books. And mm-hmm. it's, but the fact is, the thing is, and I, I found, felt this way about books and you, you probably feel this way about books if you're an avid reader from the time I was little is once you start reading, oh, yeah, you have to know how it finishes. You can't yeah. let go of it, you know, you can't stop. And yeah. it's even for me, it's they're even more addicting than like TV shows, you know? Oh, I know. And that's what and, my mom said about that book, too. She's like, I have to find out how the end is. Right. You know, right, right. She, she just pushed through it and skipped through it. But right. So what I so what I love about your book is that I think that there are so many, like I said, I have I, I and I love this. I have authors who send me books all the time and I read them and they're great. But there there's a lot of similarities and it's a lot of in the pro-life catholic realm you know it's not most of the time not fiction you know it's like it's like a biography or it's oh yes a a story or uh like this one i'm excited to read it's called one mile more it's about this girl's story about running across the country for life like i think yeah but but there's not a whole ton of fiction like fun to read like pleasure reading books that we can give the our teens as alternatives you know I'm not going to give I'm not going to give a a teenager this one mile more and she's going to like it you know she's she's not going to read it um so I really really think that we need authors like you we need people who are going to make are going to write these books that are just because that's the whole point of this podcast is that hey we can be just we can have just as much fun we can live just as much of a full life if not much fuller no more more free and more fun and more joyful exactly we can travel we can be joyful Mm -hmm. and we don't need all of the negativity that comes with it and Mm -hmm. so I think that your books go right along with that you know they are they are exciting to read they are super relatable and you don't need all the smut so I just I I think that's that's very important and do you want to do you want to 
talk a little bit about each of your books that you've well, written? Yeah, well, not only not only is do my books not have some stuff in them, like it's not like, oh, well, these are great fiction without the smut. No, these are really great fiction, if I can say so, without the smut, but also infused with the beauty of the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. Like yes, they have right. all of this nutrition mm-hmm. <laughs> added in. Mm-hmm. It's not just like I'm taking out the fillers and leaving it. I'm adding in these superfoods of, of, <laughs> analogy you know book analogy to food you know sandwiches but I'm adding in um like the really good stuff that's necessary the truth and the beauty and the gospel message you know Mm -hmm. but it's not I don't think it's preachy do you did you find it preachy no I don't think it's that that's a good word that's a good way to describe it because I, I don't think it's preachy either and I think that a lot of the the memoirs biographies all this stuff it is preachy you know it's supposed to be preachy it's some mm-hmm. person telling you about how they lived and how they can live better or whatever yeah but like you said it's not preachy it's just it's just ingrained it's just the way of life that these women in these books are living you know yeah. this catholic this this catholic faith it's beautiful yeah it's, it's part of the story it evolves right. from the characters the characters are on their own journey. And that's why, okay, so this is a four book series. Um, the, fir- the first two have been released. So, so it's Hidden, Don't Fear the Unseen. And Secrets, The Truth Will Out is book two. They're both available on Amazon. So I've got- I'll, I'll link them too. I'll link them in okay. the bio. <laughs> okay, cool. And I do have a website if you want to learn a little bit more about me as well. But um, I, so book three is drafted and I'm, uh, I'm in about the third draft right now. <clears throat> so- and then the fourth book is uh, is outlined. I've got a big plan, big plans for the fourth book. I'm really excited about it. And I have to get Amazing. <laughs> so excited to get writing that one because I'm like, I have to do, but book three has to be just as great as book four. Otherwise you won't ever get to book four, right? So, right, right. Um, but I'm just so, I'm just so excited to be writing these and getting them out there because I, <laughs> Well, I'm kind of always in a hurry to get things done, which is just my nature. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, I, I tend to over overdo it. Like if I, I just commit and jump in. So right. that's what it is. But uh, so where was I? Book. So it's a four book series. Um, each book is featuring a different teen girl. I know we're not on video right now, so I can't show you. I can show you. You already know. Yeah. Um, so each book is featuring a different teen girl from the same circle in school. They're all in school together. You meet all of the characters in um, the first book. So you're kind of invested in all of the characters right away. Right, so you don't have right, to right, relearn right. who they are or what their story is, you know, or what their, you know, what the relationship to the story is. You just know from the first book, but um each girl is from a different, very different family life, a very different level of faith. Uh, the The first book is her family is is Catholic. Her parents are Catholic. She grew up in a Catholic family, um, but she isn't sure she believes. She goes to church with them. Mm-hmm. She mostly follows the rules, but she's not. Uh, something that grates me about a lot of Christian and fiction I love all of the Catholic books and Christian books that are out there I really do but I there's nothing worse to me than uh like I said this before but like a, a granola eating water drinking protagonist you know oh wait wait, wait. say that again I, what like, like a crunchy granola or like, like a wholesome so like a, a protagonist that is so wholesome that you can no longer uh, relate to her yes you know? I agree with you yes <laughs> yes I agree with you yeah 100%. so we, we don't want we don't want to read 
about characters who always do the right thing, exactly. who never make mistakes. Um, right. I find that isolating. I was a teenager who definitely made more than my share of mistakes. Um, and that's why I feel qualified to write these books. I get that they're just fiction, you know, but they're meaningful and they're meaningful to me. Um, I feel qualified to write about these characters because I, I, a part of me is these characters. I, I know the, the darkness of living without God. I, I made a lot of these mistakes. I could have been these people, you know? Um, I, so I hope that they come off authentic. I, I mean, I get their characters and Mm -hmm. they're quirky and they're fun and they're, (laughs) but they, they are real in a way too, you know? Right. They're real. They're real to me. They have their own lives in my mind. And yeah. yeah. So the third book that's coming out is actually, I don't know if you know this, um, but the third book is about the villain. Of, oh, I did. So it's, about, it's Nikki's story. I think you may have actually told me this. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So pray for me that I can make this um, <laughs> come out right. Cause it's I really will. I will. Writing about a character that we've all kind of come to. Right. In a way. Yeah. You know? Right. 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 Um, right. Yeah, but it, but what's cool about it is that you get to see life from all of these different perspectives. You get to see the same situation yeah. from different girls' perspectives, That's um, which really is a testimony to everyone being on their own journey and trying to see things, to see life, to see situations through the lens of other people because they're all going through something. We all have our own weaknesses. We all have our own uh, tests in a way. For sure. For sure. Yeah. No, well, well, you know, Verity, it was, it was so wonderful having you on and listening to you talk about this. And I really hope that everybody who listens to this gets your book, you know, even if it's just the first one, because once you get the first one, you will get hooked and you will want to read the rest. And I, I definitely want to have you on when your third book comes out and when your fourth book comes out and hear, you know, hear more stories of these girls who've read these. And I, I, I hope that this starts a movement, you know, where we say, yeah. We don't, like you said, we don't just want the books because I I 100% agree with that statement. We don't just want the books without the smut. We want the books with, with the nutrition, with the goodness, Mm -hmm. with, with all that comes along with that, because we Mm -hmm. do believe that as Catholics, as Christians, we can be living a fuller life. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, this, this was beautiful. I'm going to link your website and your books in the bio. And is there anything else you'd like to say to young women who might be listening? Yeah, well, I'm like, I want to say um, something quick about the books too, if you don't mind. Um, the, the first book is a really a spiritual warfare novel. Um, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. It, it basically tells you how to fight against evil in your own life, but yeah. written in a really yeah. cool, gripping way. Um, the second book is a pro-life novel, uh, which features this girl who's struggling with teen pregnancy and sexual purity, mm-hmm. and but in uh, but. <laughs> it's not in a preachy way it comes it's just a really great fun story and it's got some like some subtle fantasy element in it you know that that keeps it exciting where she gets to hear the thoughts of she hears the thoughts of others and it it kind of crumbles her world so um I just wanted to touch on that and in the second book the uh secrets actually contains real life crisis pregnancy resources that's what i was gonna say too there there are so many resources like literally i was reading and i kept taking pictures and sending them to these different organizations i'm like really (laughs) did you know that she referenced you but (laughs) all these different pro-life organizations and their help is just like 
spread sprinkled in throughout this book, yeah. which is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, because I want everyone to know that life begins at conception, first of all, and that there are all of these amazing resources available. It should be common knowledge. Yes. You know, the fact that I talk to I talk to Christians that who have never heard of these organizations breaks my heart, like, mm -hmm. or the baby Olivia video, like mm -hmm. I, everyone should know about these things. So I want to share these, share these like amazing resources with the world. So that's what I'm doing. But yeah. So oh, what I would like to say, yes. yeah, I really, like, I'm writing because I want to bring truth and light to the culture um, specifically, especially to teen girls. But I also, I just really want girls to know that that God-shaped heart in your, that God-shaped hole in your heart is, it can only be filled with Jesus. You know, the yeah. only thing that's going to bring you the peace that you're seeking, the only thing that's going to bring you the, the satisfaction that lasts is Jesus it's found in the church and and I it took me too long to realize that way too long and so I hope that it will be a shorter journey for people for everyone but especially the people that are reading the books you know that's that's what I'm here for I just want you all to know that you're daughters of the king so that makes you royalty that means that you should be never treated than as less than a daughter of the king um the almighty king so oh, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful message. Beautiful message. And you'll see that sprinkled in throughout her books. And I just hope that everybody who's listening right now goes on Amazon, goes to the link in the bio and orders these books. Thank you so much for being on Verity. We'll have you on again, you know, whenever your next books come on and we hope everybody has a good rest of your week. Bye.